1: Hey guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We'll have our coaches clipboards coming over the next 48 hours. Obviously got the South Sydney Rabbitohs taking on the Manly Seagulls tomorrow night. So you'll have your coaches clipboard podcast and post coming tomorrow across the Instagram page and the podcast. But I thought I would just dive into four guys that I think are really interesting. And if you would have said five years ago... The four of the most interesting guys coming into this week will be coming off the bench. People would have laughed at you. But as I said at the start of this season, your bench is coming more important than ever. And yes, you have your utility guys, which used to be your guys that would come on and play hooker. Your sort of Craig Wing sort of mould. Or you would have, you know, a winger or something sitting on your bench that would come on. He'd add a little bit of impact. I remember when Benny Barber used to come on for the Canterbury Bulldogs. He'd jump into that fullback role. They'd shift fellas around. And the game has sort of changed a little bit, which is what I was sort of pointing out at the start of the season. Now you've got a lot of these, you know, big time front rowers that in other clubs they'd probably be starting guys, but the teams know that having them for impact off the bench is going to be massive. Marty Tapau is an example of this for the Manly Seagulls on the weekend. They brought him off the bench. Nelson Asofa solomona is another guy that comes off the bench, brings massive impact. This is what we spoke about at the start of the season by bringing Tino off the bench for the Gold Coast Titans. You've got a lot of pushback on it, but then you saw later in the season Dave Fafita coming off the bench. That's when he played his absolute best football. You know, if you're playing 60 minutes, the first 60 minutes or the last 60 minutes, it doesn't really matter as long as you're having impact on the game. And sometimes off the bench can be the best way to do it. And I think now more than ever... Your bench is more important than it ever has been. And I don't think there's any arguments there. Your bench is so important now, it's insane. And talking to Isaac John the other day, when you look back at premiership winning teams and the benches they had, most of the time there is guys that are up and coming or there's really consistent guys, but they're always a good Bench, and this is the guys that win the premiership. Yeah, so a good bench, it'll get you all the way to the grand final. It's really important, especially in the modern game. Now, I've got four guys that I've identified heading into this weekend that I think are going to be massive, and they're all going to be four bench guys. And these four bench guys, in my opinion, if the game is tight and if it is close, These four guys could win this game of football for their team, even though they're coming off the bench. I'll start with the Manly Seagulls first, and you all know who I'm going to say here. It is Dylan Walker. Now, he came on and had a great impact for them last week. He was sensational. He really blew them away through the middle. He just brings a turn of speed. His leg speed through the middle is just so hard to deal with. He's got the ball playing as well, but he's a very good runner of the ball. Leg speed that I mentioned, he's got a good step. He just brings a new new sort of energy, and as soon as there's an offload... You know that Dylan Walker is going to be sniffing around the middle. Now... Dylan Walker, he can be a little bit selfish sometimes with the football, but similar to a way that Connor Watson plays, this is kind of what you want with your guy that's bringing him back through the centre third. I think you'll only see Dylan Walker play about 40 minutes in this game at absolute max. Unless there's an injury somewhere and he comes in, I think Dylan Walker he'll come on in about the 20th minute, he'll go absolutely berserk, he'll make a heap of tackles, he'll have impact. Through the middle he'll just play selfish football, eyes up and take them on. Because what happens when Dylan Walker is selfish and you want him to be selfish in these moments. He goes, and even if he doesn't make a break, what he does is he creates leg speed around your middles. All of a sudden, your middles have to deal with this guy because he's going at such a pace, and he's fresh. He will tend to get to his elbows and knees, and it gets momentum through the middle. This is where Dylan is going to be so key. Obviously, he's got the subtle ball playing. He knows how to hit a really good line. He can see when there's an offload because he's a ball player himself. People forget he was there starting 5'8 last year. He can see things unfolding. So, Dylan Walker, like he was last week, and We underrated him heading into the game. He's a guy that if it's a really close game... And he enters the field, come up against his former club too. I have no doubt that Dylan Walker is going to be really up for this one. He's going to be excited. So he's your first bench guy that could come on and cause absolute havoc. Now in a similar sort of fashion for South Sydney, they've got Benji Marshall sitting on their bench. I use the word selfish for Dylan Walker and it wasn't in a, in a negative way, but Benji Marshall is the complete opposite. Now Benji's one of the best ball players we have ever seen in rugby league. He's got a heap of experience. He's been on the big stages before. He's been successful and he's shown us this year that when he comes in for these little stints, he can just see things that other blokes can't and he can produce these unbelievable passes to pick out weak defenders or tired defenders and I have no doubt whatsoever that Benji, he will be sitting on the sideline waiting for his time and he will be identifying where he's going to get to, who he's going to attack, who he's going to go after. When Benji enters the field against the Manly Seagulls it's going to be a key 15 minutes after that. Unless South Sydney have already got the queue on the rack and they've blown them away, I I think Benji could have a huge impact on this game and you just know that when he walks on the field all of a sudden you go from having Cody Walker as your main strike weapon to now you have to watch Benji as well you know he's going to create opportunities you know he's going to get you on the front foot you know that if someone's in a better position than Benji the ball is going to be to them within a matter of seconds yeah so Benji Marshall is going to be key coming off the bench this is why they brought Benji Marshall this is why we were a fan of this signing from day one because when it comes to the big stages experience matters. Even for these South Sydney boys to be able to go into this game with a guy like Benji Marshall and their team just having him in the change rooms, everything he's achieved, everything he's been through, it's going to be massive. Where Benji Marshall's going to really pay for himself though is the Monday to Friday this week. It's going to be huge. You're obviously going to go up against DCE one of the best kicking games in rugby league. I'm sure Benji, he will be He'll be playing the role of DCA, training all week. He'll be getting them prepared for this game. You've got Reynolds, the best kicking boot in the game. You then got Cody Walker, probably the most exciting player in the game, not named Tom Chivojevic. Then you throw Benji Marshall, who's a mixture of both, but with a heap more experience. He is going to be a lethal player for the South Sydney Rabbitohs. It's moments like these that was the reason that the Wayne Bennett went after this guy. So Cody Walker, Benji Marshall, they're your two bench guys to watch in that game that could decide this game when they enter it. Now and you look at the second game, you've got the Penrith Panthers coming up against the Melbourne Storm. Now for the Melbourne Storm it's really obvious. I did mention Nelson Asava Solomone, you got Nico Heinz, you got Tui Kamakamiki. You could probably pick any of these guys for us for their own certain reasons. But it has to be Harry Grant. You know in about the 20th, 25th minute, he's going to come into this contest. And for me, when I was watching the Penrith Panthers last week, with all due respect to Ray Stone, if they had a running nine at hooker, I think Parramatta would have cut them to pieces because the Penrith Panthers looked exhausted. Ray Stone doesn't have the same ruck recognition that Harry Grant does. When he gets on the field in this game, they're going to spend the first 20 minutes dealing with Welsh, Brandon Smith, Um, you know, Jesse Bromwich, these sort of guys. All of a sudden, when Harry Grant walks on the field, and this is what I've spoken about all year, this is the most dangerous thing about Melbourne Storm when they got their full side. Harry Grant walks on the field with Nelson and with Tui Kamakamika, with the two biggest guys on the field, and then the hooker drops to 13, who's the best momentum guy in rugby league, Brandon Smith. All of a sudden, the guy with the ruck recognition, he becomes the most dangerous guy on the field, and that is Harry Grant. I've tipped him to win the Clive Churchill medal this year. I think he'll be the first guy to do it from the bench, I think he's going to have a huge impact on this season and on the last two games. So Harry Grant, he is my man from the Melbourne Storm who I believe can win this game for them. I do think that He's going to come on, and I think the Melbourne Storm are already going to sort of be on the front foot, but I think Harry's going to really terrorise the Penrith Panthers forwards in the second half, especially, as I said, if Ray Stone wasn't the nine last week and they had Reid Marnier, even if they'd thrown Will Smith into hooker, I really think they could have have terrorised this Panthers side because, to me, they look absolutely gassed. It's been a long 18 months for them. A lot of them are coming off the back of a State of Origin series. They've had to play an extra game. The Melbourne Storm are going to be fresh. They're going to know who they're going to try get to. Now, as I said, it's been a huge 18 months for the Penrith Panthers. A lot of these guys have played a heap of footy, a lot more footy than anyone else. One guy that hasn't is Tevita Pangai Jr. He has spent a lot of time over the last two seasons on off the field compared to these other guys. These are the moments they brought Tavita Payne Guy Jr. for. This is why they brought him on a short contract to come to their club because they knew they were going to be tied by the back end of this season. Ivan Cleary is well aware of that. Short term contract. He's got endless ability. There's no doubt about it. But the Melbourne Storm, they are the team that can negate guys in an instant. So it's going to be a big test for Tavita. But he is the sort of guy that can turn this game on its head. When you look at the Penrith Panthers and who's sitting on their bench, you've obviously got Tom May, he can do anything. He can be an X-Factor guy. Uh, you've got Liam Martin, who's a State of Origin representative. I think he looks gassed from Origin this year. He, he doesn't seem to be having the same impact he did at the start of the year, which is the reality of of young guys coming into first grade, going all the way to the grand final last year, having a shortened preseason, playing origin. It all takes its toll. It's no negative on Liam Martin. I still think he's going to be a great player. But Tevita Pangai Jr. is going to be key because he's going to come on the field at the same time as Nelson and as Tuikama Kamika. He's going to have James Fisher-Harris on the field to help him out. Isaiah Yo, these sort of guys. But these guys have had a huge 18 months. They are
0: exhausted. Isaiah Yo.
1: He must be beside himself. And last week, he was the guy that still came up with the big runs to get them on the front foot. James Tishaharis, he hasn't been running for the same sort of metres over the last six weeks or so as he was at the start of the season. It's starting to take a toll on him they need Tevito Pango Jr. to be at his absolute best. And that doesn't mean offloading at will and doing crazy shit. That means just getting them on the front foot and winning the ruck. Getting to his elbows and knees. If he can get the offloads away here and there, so be it. Fantastic. But they can't afford to have Tevito Pango Jr. being their fresh man. Come onto the field and do selfish offloads and give the ball away. Which is what I've always been a little bit critical of Tevito Pango Jr. throughout his career. He has been good for the Penrith Panthers since arriving. No doubt about it. But he hasn't come up against a test like the Melbourne Storm. This will be a massive game for Tavito Pango Jr. It's his last game for Penrith, potentially. He's heading to the Canterbury Bulldogs. He'd be looking around that dressing room and I think at some point Ivan Cleary this week would have said to him, hey, you haven't played as much footy as these blokes the last 18 months. I need this to be the toughest and the biggest game of your career. I wouldn't be surprised if you see Tavita play 60-odd minutes here. I wouldn't be surprised if they try and squeeze every little bit out of him in this game. A big moment in the career of Tevita Pangai Jr. Those are my four guys that I think can have massive impact off the bench. Dylan Walker and Benji Marshall... Dylan Walker being more of a selfish sort of footballer in a positive way. Benji Marshall just having the vision and the experience. Two key utilities. You then got Harry Grant from the Melbourne Storm, the best ruck recognition in rugby league. If there are any tired Panthers out there, Harry Grant, he will make you pay. And Tavita Pangai Jr., the juggernaut, he's been showing us for years that he's got all the ability in the world. This weekend is the weekend that he needs to show it. He needs to deliver the Penrith Panthers, one of his best performances. I have no doubt Tavita will have that in mind. Whether he can get the better of the Melbourne Storm, though, a massive test. But he is a guy that can really ignite this Panthers side. The forward pack has been unreal this year. They're, they're looking at Tavita Pango Jr. to have a massive impact this week, in my opinion. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers.